0: Hey everyone, this is Zach from the TWSS podcast. We would like to apologize for the weird echo effect in this recording. Nicole and I were experiencing some technical difficulties. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Now, without further ado, here's episode 11. Episode of That's What She Said with Zach and Nicole. Nicole, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I I don't know why. I just thought I was gonna say my name, but I guess that was only episode one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You do you you make it sound better, or you do it better. Stop it. It's a British accent. Don't
0: don't don't hypen up my ego. I'm not. <laughs> my ego's been at an all time high recently. Don't don't stop with me. <laughs> Um, Oh yeah, we
1: need to get that shit down.
0: Oh yeah, we do. (laughs) But
1: uh, we've got
0: some stuff to talk about today. I mean, it hasn't been as crazy as it usually is, but it's been something. The last
1: two weeks have been interesting. Like we got a lot of, um, I don't want to say filler stuff, not like a filler episode on a TV show, but we've definitely, like the last two weeks have been very interesting, newsworthy topics yeah um let's, but I let's think that's that. kind of slowing down this week but maybe honestly August is coming up next weekend so maybe I we'll mean yeah start we'll start hearing stuff
0: probably hear something by then honestly
1: <laughs> um all right so to start it off um Netflix announces that the devil all the time will be released globally on September 16th. And it's directed by Antonio Campos, and the star-studded film includes my favorite people of all time: um, Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård, Sebastian Stan, Robert Pattinson, Riley Keough, Jason Clarke, Haley Bennett, Mia Wasikowska, Eliza Scanlon, Harry Melling, and Pokey Lafarge. Um, try saying all those names three times fast. <laughs> um, it seems like an interesting film. I was reading a little bit on it and it seems interesting. Like I honestly will watch it regardless if Robert Pattinson's in it or not. No,
0: you
1: but won't. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> um, in the 1960s after World War II in southern Ohio, bizarre, compelling and mentally disturbed people suffer from the world's psychological damages. So it seems like it's going to test a lot of Um, in all honesty, we haven't seen that side of Tom Holland yet, so I'm interested to see him take on the challenge of post-World War II, how that mindset's going to happen. I know Bill Skarsgård, um, I know he could do it. He's been, he's been phenomenal in films. Um, Sebastian Stan, I have no doubt that he'll rock it. Um, Robert Pattinson, I'm interested to see how that works. Um, I haven't seen much films with him playing such a – oh, no, just kidding. Edward Cullen, he played tortured. Just kidding. We always end up back (laughs) at
0: Twilight for some reason. We always end up back at Twilight.
1: We always end up at Twilight or we end up in Marvel, and I'm trying so hard. So hard. (laughs) But I'm interested. I mean, I don't really know much about the film, um, but I'm interested to see how it turns out. Maybe they'll receive a, a, an Oscar nom. Who knows? Who knows? Um, according to Variety.com, the Alienist star Luke Evans talks new Beauty and the Beast songs for prequel series on iHeartRadio's podcast, The Big Ticket with Mark Malkin. I, ha- I will admit, I have been kind of following this story. Um, him and Josh Gad will be... I think it's just like a spinoff of them. Like, it's yeah,
0: a... Yeah, it's like a show. Hemming,
1: um... Honestly, I'm for it.
0: I'm not. You're not? I, I'm not, I'm not. Although, I mean, we've had this discussion about Beauty and the Beast, the, the remake, but I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. But you're, you liked it, and in... TWSS fashion, I didn't. <laughs> so, um,
1: TWSS fashion, I can't I, deal with your. I you didn't right
0: now. like it, and, and just so. Uh, but I do think those two were the best part of the movie, um, LeFou and Gaston. So to know there's a prequel series with them in it, I'm excited for. But yeah, I wasn't a fan, and and to be honest, I. I don't see the point, honestly. Besides, no, just I'll agree
1: with you on that. Making um, money,
0: but and probably cashing in on Josh Gad's stardom, right now. But outside of that, I don't really see a point.
1: I okay, I will agree with you on the fact that thinking about it. And it's not changing my mind at all, but I, I've been on and off with... Um, I, I honestly forgot that they announced that they're making a prequel, spinoff, whatever it is, to Gaston and LeFou. LeFou. Um, I did think at first it was dumb. Because I'm like, okay, maybe this is just a way to get Luke Evans. Honestly, out of both of them, I could see... I mean, Josh Gad has Frozen. He has Broadway, or his belt, so he kind of is good. Like he doesn't—I don't think he needs the show, but it's—it's a, it's a bonus. Luke Evans, however, I mean, I haven't seen him in much other than Beauty and the Beast, and I—I I mean, The Alienist. Yeah, which is a good um, but show. But I've never—I've never seen it to be honest. So <sighs> I know I need to. It's—it's—it's
0: it's, it's good. It's good. Okay, I'll. Honestly, ep- I'll watch the it. The first episode honestly surprised me because. I, I haven't really, not that I don't recognize TNT as a as a, a series producing studio, but TNT for me is mostly I'm watching movies I've ever seen before or like mid two thousands two thousand and ten through maybe sixteen I get the odd movie you know the Mission Impossible Jack Reacher maybe you know maybe Shrek one day something like that like I check out those when those movies comes on I'm I'm watching TNT but honestly the first episode of the alienist blew me away and um it's a series i should have got into but i didn't continue on with it for some reason so you know it's a show i really do you want to get back into
1: i want to say it's on hbo max or amazon i think it's hbo max but i could be wrong yeah
0: it's a it's a really good show
1: it looks good honestly i do like tnt shows um I've watched many TNT shows, so I, I, I I think what's throwing me off about it is the fact that it's set in older times, and I'm not a huge fan of that, other than Sherlock Holmes I am obsessed with, so maybe I'll get into it. Well,
0: Sherlock Holmes, if, are are we talking about the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes Sherlock series? No, I'm talking about Robert
1: Downey Jr. and Jude Law.
0: Oh, okay, okay. (laughs)
1: Sherlock, I did try, though. I'll admit, I did try it, and I got, like, two minutes in, and I just had to stop. <laughs> because, no, 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 it wasn't It wasn't anything regarding them. It's just I, I looked at it, and I realized um, I had to text Chrissy, because Chrissy's the one who told me. Right. Shout out to Chrissy. Yeah. She, um, she told me, she goes, go watch it. Benedict Cumberbatch is great. And that's before he became Doctor Strange. Right. So I said, okay, let me go see if I like it. And then I noticed, like, there's only, I think, four episodes in season one, but they're like two hours long. And I was like, I can't dedicate myself to a two hour long, which I can't really say shit because I watched I watched Endgame all the time. And that's three hours. So like if people <laughs> well, could, you could see, see my the face. face he's making, I'm
0: dumbfounded. I don't I don't know. What you're can saying. We just, right
1: now? Honestly, what we should do is if we're, side note, if we're going to make a video compilation of me talking about Marvel, can we start one that says, Shit Nicole says? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. It's
0: just my face. Just
1: every episode there's at least one or two faces he makes at me that I just realized that okay I should retract that statement I don't know what it was I could not I was like I can't sit through two hours of Sherlock and then I was like you know that doesn't make sense to me now I honestly saying that. out loud it sounds stupid I mean
0: yeah I, I can't see that because I binged <laughs> I binged Sherlock I thought it was so good so
1: all right I'm gonna I start it know. honestly this weekend I will start it tonight. I'll do that. My two shows, because I just started a show on Netflix, but I'm not going to – I'll wait to finish that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll start Sherlock and The Alienist this weekend, and next episode I will give you it, it where I'm at in the process.
0: Fair, fair. <laughs> I have so I like much
1: it. to like, start and finish. Um, yeah. Prime Video's The Boys releases mm-hmm. a new promo picture for season two. So I've heard a lot about this show. I've just never seen it. Isn't it like a superhero show?
0: Yes, but with a twist. And I I don't want to ruin the twist just in case you do want to watch it. But it's very interesting. I believe it's produced by Seth Rogen. So, Uh
1: yeah. (laughs) Which,
0: Which you'd think... Uh. <laughs> Which you think would kind of set the tone for the show, but it doesn't. It's 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 okay. not it's not a Seth Rogeny movie or TV show. It's it's very grounded in uh, the human understanding of superheroes.
1: I want to say that so. they released the first five or ten minutes of season two because I remember. Like a couple weeks ago, before I, whenever premieres season two, I remember I think that show released like a five minute clip mm-hmm. of the be- of the first episode. So I mean, I think my sister told me to watch it too.
0: It's a good show. It's good. She said she
1: watched. I want to say she watched season one, and this was on, This was like maybe a year ago. She watched season one and told me you need to watch it. I I get told about all these shows and I just never start them. Well, I think
0: you'd like it because. It's up your alley, in terms of like superheroes, and it has. Okay. It has. I respect that. It has Marvel superhero tropes, would be the best okay. thing to describe it as. There's like characters who remind you of Marvel characters, and I think since you're really so into Marvel, um, I think you'd enjoy seeing these tropes and how they kind of yeah and how they kind of poke fun at the marvel superheroes or just like represent the similarities between um superheroes so i think as like a study of superheroes it's an interesting premise it's an interesting i'm adding
1: this to my notes
0: yeah but i've i've Probably seen the first two episodes of The Boys, I think, and I liked it, but I was trying to get into The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is why I stopped watching The Boys, but that's a show I need to get back into.
1: I heard a lot. um, Chrissy. Again, Chrissy told me about Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, no. It was her and it was Summer. Yeah. Summer told me to watch it because it's really good because I had one aspect of because I never researched the show never looked at what it was about and then so I had one idea in mind of how, how it is and then she told me it's the opposite mm-hmm. so I was like okay maybe this is intriguing because they always sweep the Emmys
0: well it's, it's that, amazingly that and shown. the crown
1: the yeah. crown and Marvelous Miss Maisel always sweep and I am always shocked so I really? did start the crown too um, I guess it's just because I don't watch them, so I don't know oh, how yeah. good it is. Oh, thank you, And brilliant. I've heard, I've, yeah, I've heard The Crown is phenomenal. I did get maybe, like, two or three episodes in, um, so I have to finish that just to get, just to see what the huge ordeal is with the show. Yeah. Marvelous Miss Maisel, I might try, um... But we'll see. I mean, Handmaid's Tale, I could not get into either. I know that they do really good. It, it pissed me off. I'll just say that about the show. It made me very mad mm. with how they treat women. So I was like, ah, mm. I see. Yeah, but Elizabeth Moss is a phenomenal actress. She deserves every war, too.
0: Yeah, I've I've yet to get into The Handmaid's Tale. It's too slow for me right now and that's why I haven't dedicated a lot of time to it. But I've heard amazing things from people I know who've come to me, like, when I was at this job, a couple of people from, from the workplace were like, oh, have you seen The Handmaid's Tale? I, we're going to watch f- uh, the final episode tonight, something like that. And I was like, not really. And this is the same time that Game of Thrones was finishing um, their final season. So it was just a lot of people talking about yeah. two shows that was... I was kind of watching intermittently. I wasn't really that into
1: i will say i watched uh, i i couldn't even tell you i'm gonna guess that i watched at least six or seven episodes of the handmaid's tale from Mm -hmm. season one it's it is good i'll give it to them it's a it's a very good show it's the writing is spectacular um and the fact that they only went off of one book and went past that is amazing in itself um Again, it's just how I guess because I took a women in communication studies class Mm -hmm. in school, so to see how they treat women in that aspect compared to what I've learned, it's just, yeah, it kind of just offset me. It's it's
0: fiction, but it is based in truth
1: how women it, were treated back in the day and how they were looked at as housewives, the cleaning and everything. I, so, I, I would say it's more of
0: like a message to misogyny and sexism
1: than anything.
0: Yes. Because it really isn't set back in the day. It's, it's more like dystopian future, if anything.
1: Which is scary. It's honestly but scary I, to think, think that that's I, where it could lead right, back but to. But I think,
0: I think the message in itself is what makes it a powerful show but I can see why you would feel it's. Um...
1: I think it's just because my professor in that women cla- women in communication class had us read The Handmaid's Tale. As well. That was one of our big papers. Mm-hmm. So to read that and then to go watch the show and just to see how the women are looked at as just an object, not an equal. Mm-hmm. It was, and and also the Me Too movement was heavy at that point. Yeah. With, ever with that, I think is when the Her- Henry Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, H- Harvey, yeah. the that came out. Um, uh, that, uh, I forgot the anchor's name from the Today Show. His Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer yeah. He was just outed. Mm-hmm. So I think all of that, it it was just a lot at the time, especially in that semester, for all that to come out and then to write this paper and then to decide to write another paper on women in media. It was just so much going on that I think The Handmaid's Tale just added to it. Mm -hmm. And I just could not focus on that. Like, I had to watch a lot of happy shows just to get my mind off of, like, what I was hearing in the media and, and reading in class. No, I get that. But who knows? Maybe I'll I'll finish it and just see where it goes now.
0: Yeah, I've, it's it's deep. So. <laughs> it makes
1: but sense. speaking of deep, have you gotten further into Game of Thrones? No. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is that i remember i think it was last year last summer or last, last spring summer. i last summer i asked you i said oh my god i'm so hyped for game of thrones because i finished it in three weeks the entire series up to season yeah. eight and i had asked you I, I remember i came over one day and you were still in like season two and i was like zach
0: well i i think i got up to uh, i want to say oh you, t- you mid- got further thing. I want to say I got mid either midway through season five or I was on I was gonna season say. six. I think that's where I was. I was very close to finishing it. I mean, there are seven seasons, right? I, I, eight. It's eight. So maybe I was I was on seven, but I was close. I was close to the end, and um, I don't know. At that point, I was also watching Newsroom. I was also okay the length of the episodes got to me after a while. And I guess I just got tired of the fact that everything got a little bit predictable for me. In the sense- Yeah, because I knew I was gonna see tits, someone was gonna die, and someone was gonna have sex. I just saw those themes recurring all the time. Oh, I thought you you meant
1: something else. I just
0: kinda got like, all right, so whose tits am I gonna see today? You know who's who's gonna have sex with who and who's gonna kill who and I, that's all I got into this kind of monotonous loop of just expecting the same themes. Um, I think you know obviously Arya turned into like a badass towards the end of the season. That was really cool to watch and, and uh, um, I think the last thing I saw, well I definitely saw, Hodor got murked But there was a lot of other stuff. I can't remember what the mm. last thing I saw was. I honestly can't remember. Maybe it was the the two daughters of Oberon. I think his name was Oberon, right? Um, And they were. They were out for Khaleesi. No, they were out for. What's her name? See, this is how long it is that I can't remember characters' names. I'm just so off it. But I, I. Yeah, I didn't really finish it. I got bored after a while, so. It's definitely something I'm going to go back and try and finish just for argument's sake because a bunch of people were like, Well, you haven't finished it, so you have no say. You can't talk about Game of Thrones. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to finish it just so I can have debates and conversations with people. But
1: I will say, though, that I, ha- I, to I your question, am... To no, go- I didn't get
0: very... I got far, but not very far.
1: I can give you at least up to eight or nine. Mm -hmm. So it could have been that. But I agree. Game of Thrones kind of, for me, went downhill a little bit after... um, I want to say, like, season six. Yeah. Three three was good. One and two, I, I had to push through it because I wanted to be a Game of Thrones fan. So I pushed through one and two. Three got me more hooked. And then I think... There was just there was just so much so much shit going on in the show that I was kind of like over it to a point where I'm like, all right, they all need to just come back together. They need to do something. Like, let's get the ball rolling. I'm tired of seeing freaking not nah, Khaleesi. I'm I was tired of seeing um <sighs> for her name too, the Queen. I was tired of seeing the Queen f- always fucking winning. Cersei, yeah, she was always winning, always all the shit. So, um, I, I mean. They they are doing a prequel, so I'm interested to see how that's going to go. It's going to be set like hundreds and hundreds of years before anything happened, before the Mad King. So I'm, I, we'll see what happens. Um, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Kate Winslet will receive the 2020 TIFF Tribute Actor Award at the Toronto Film Festival, which I did research on this, and it is awarded to um, actors and actresses who show, um, who have a. Uh, Oh my God. Something, it it was about presented to a leading performer in their field for their outstanding contribution to cinema, which absolutely Kate Winslet deserves it from every role she's had in the last two decades. She's a phenomenal performer. I concur. (laughs) So good for her. Can't wait to see how that plays out. According to discussing film, Noah Centineo will star alongside The Rock in the upcoming Black Adam film as Adam Smasher. There were mixed feelings all over social media for this one, and I was reading all of them. No one is... A, okay. A lot of people think of Noah Centineo as, obviously, to all the boys I've ever loved before and the sequel. I think he did great in it. Um... I'm interested to see how how he can take his acting chops. I want to see him in this kind of role because I feel like we'll see. Considering Black Adam is the the antihero to Shazam, I'm interested to see. It's kind of for me, it's like Venom to Spider Man, even though you do root for Venom in Venom. <laughs> I'm interested to see how Black Adam plays out. And how Noah Centineo? Because I believe he's he is going to star alongside him. I think it's going to be them creating the ISA or defeating the JSA, whatever it is. Um, We will get introduced to the JSA in Black Adam, from what I've seen. So I'm interested. I don't know if you had thoughts on this role being cast, but I think it'll. I I'm I'm interested to see how he does. I'm that I'm, with very... you.
0: I'm inter- interested to see how he does. He's a man like, I don't crush have any... of mine. So
1: uh, Noah Centineo or the Rock?
0: Noah Centineo was a man crush of mine. But
1: Okay.
0: I don't I don't know. I don't know. He he uh, it's it's one of those things of from the work that I have seen of him thus far, it's not a character I would see him playing, but I'm interested to see how he would do.
1: But that and that's my thought on it. Yeah, is I have you've seen him in all these? Not all these, like a couple of um, romantic. It, interesting
0: yeah, he's that films. teenage heartthrob kind of character. But I, I guess you, you, we're both interested to see. If he has the chops to be a superhero. Like, I don't
1: have... Like, I don't have any feelings towards it, if that makes sense. I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm interested. Let me see how... So, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I... Black Adam has been trying to happen for at least, like, four years now, so... We'll we'll see when they start. I, they're supposed to start filming this year, but ho- I mean, hopefully with COVID, I, I'm hoping that maybe, I know a lot of productions are doing like quarantining their actors and they're just testing them. I know someone came out with the, um, oh, Bobby Bones from the Bobby Bones show on iHeart. He said that he was hosting a show or doing something with a show. And when he got there, they had to like they swabbed him, and they're making sure like that every day when they swab him that he comes negative, or he's he his test results are negative. Um, So we'll see. Via MCU Direct, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been removed from its August release date. WandaVision will still release later this year. Yes.
0: I'm, I'm not surprised by any of this. Um,
1: well, they had three weeks left of filming. So I'm assuming they don't know when they can get back to the Czech Republic to film. Because they had literally three weeks. So I'm assuming once that happens, they'll release it. I don't know.
0: I'm just... Well, it's the bigger project of the two. Do and, and you feel, think so? I, I definitely I thought I feel, WandaVision
1: was big.
0: I'm not saying it's not big. I'm just saying I feel like there was more material completed for, for WandaVision than there was for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. At least from what I had seen, I'd read and seen, I felt like WandaVision always had a more solid idea of what it was coming out and how it was doing than Falcon and the Winter Soldier did. And, and I another reason why I would say it's a bigger project is you are filming in a different country as well which does that's true impact filming as we're seeing so I, I always felt like we like once we knew one division had 9 episodes it was kind of a given that we were going to get this show very soon and we had trailers or we had like a lot more snippets than we did for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But again, I mean, I'm not a a Marvel rep. I can't say that for sure. But at least from what I had seen, that's how I felt.
1: You know what I am shocked by? And you can can correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm very shocked that we haven't gotten at least a teaser for WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier since we did have a little snippet, that 30-second snippet from super bowl this year in february um they finished filming wandavision right before covid like they said that they finished but now they're in reshoots this summer so they're or they're shooting like an action sequence from what i've what i've heard on the internet so i'm just surprised we haven't gotten like a little 30 second tidbit of WandaVision since that seems to be the more finished project of the three of them. I know Loki had just started so I wouldn't expect anything from them. WandaVision I'm a little shocked with, but I guess that's maybe we're going to get something. I feel like August is going to be the month we get all these trailers. Yeah. That's that's my that's my putting it out there. I think Eternals trailer we will get next month. I'm going to I would put money on it. I'd put like 5 bucks. <laughs>
0: I'll 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 take you up on that.
1: Or if we don't get to-
0: a <laughs> instantly changes her <laughs> mind as soon as I.
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say, or if we don't get an Eternals trailer next. It, this is solely for Eternals. If we don't get an Eternals trailer next month, I will go an entire two episodes without Marvel talk. So, <laughs> so I pay
0: you five bucks losing that bet or for two episodes
1: or one episode
0: no you said two no so
1: two- <laughs> because you know what I know as soon as I say that I know as soon as I say that we're gonna get a ton, a ton of Marvel news in August and I'm gonna be like sitting over here like please please let me out <laughs> Cause you know, you know that's oh, yeah, true. Know. That's
0: why, that's why I was, I was making sure you understood what the rules of this <laughs> bet was. Because if you're saying August, then that's going to be in two weeks. So, um,
1: not even like a week and a half. Oh, well. I guarantee you, August first going to hit. August first will hit, and they're going to be like, Marvel, 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 and I'm going to be like Zach, we'll Zach.
0: I don't think we we'll get everything come Marvel, uh, come August first, but I, I, I do think no. by like mid, by mid August we'll have a lot of information. Or at least we'll start seeing a lot more outlets talking about the different stuff. Um, I think so. Because I even, like, for instance, like, Tenant is starting to get released out in, in Europe. Oh, So... Tenant
1: That would have been out. That would have been my birthday weekend. That's that would have been...
0: That's been the biggest story I've been following. And just... I have so much to say about it, but that's for a different episode. And-
1: and they just announced Mulan is also well, indefinitely. They,
0: they announced that a Disney movie was coming 2021. But everyone's saying that there's coincidence because Mulan is slated to come out around that time too. But there's no, there's been no um, information whether the movie that they're saying in 2021 is Mulan. So people are speculating that it probably is and Dizzy's just not saying it is, or we're gonna get a completely different movie in twenty twenty one instead. But we'll still get Mulan.
1: Um, we also have the Little Mermaid.
0: Right. Which I don't think will be ready by twenty twenty one.
1: I think so. I think it'll be ready by at least like fall. If they record, they're still filming it now. I mean, they're still costing it. (laughs) Let alone, you know,
0: (laughs) they're still. I mean, like we just got news about Casey Musgraves being, you know, possibly the human Ursula. So, you know, the cost is still growing. I don't know whether they've cost everyone they've needed to, um, but
1: isn't Tay Diggs gonna be?
0: David Diggs is Um, gonna be Sebastian.
1: That's David Diggs. Oh, who is who's Triton? Then there was like a huge. Oh. Which I think is. Yeah, I like him. I like him. I I, I like David Diggs. I hate that I call him Tay Diggs too. Yeah,
0: I do too. It makes me sick.
1: (laughs) Uh, So we'll see. It's
0: gonna be. Something. I, I I'm still I'm still. Not I'm interested. Sold on. I,
1: I don't have a feeling towards it. I'm just interested. Yeah, I'm still not sold
0: on these these remakes.
1: I, I, I'm not either. So. I'm waiting for Hercules. I'm waiting for that casting call.
0: If, if that ever happens,
1: we're. St- <laughs> I told you. So much speculation. I said it. I said it like happen. four episodes ago. I said, watch, they're gonna be silent all throughout summer, and then we're gonna get. Boom. It's, like, August or September. We're going to hear, like, a casting announcement. We're going to hear rumors. They are still
0: talking about we don't know who's going to produce it. They were like, we have a the producer. The Russo brothers are producing They're it. Like, we had a producer, or we're thinking about producers. We don't know who the director is going to be. We've had, we've got people telling us who we probably should cast, and there's casting decisions, and people coming at the woodwork being like, like, Amber Riley is like, oh, cast me, or whatever. So, like, I, I really... We really don't know what this is going to look like. There was no, you know... Maybe maybe it's been good for Disney in a lot of ways as being able to kind of keep things under wraps and, and properly develop ideas. It's just tough because a lot of this material is so sensitive and so beloved by fans that they have to get it right. Otherwise... We're all going to riot. But then again, these movies aren't being made. We're for, all
1: going to riot. These movies aren't
0: being made for us. So it, it's, no. you know, it's just difficult.
1: Well, we're just going to have to wait and see what's yeah. going on with Disney. I mean, I'm just, at this point, I'm kind of just waiting for news to happen. I'm just waiting to see, like, casting announcements. And I'm waiting to send that push button that says, Zach, it's happening. <laughs> Y'all should see the text I sent him. The text, the tweets. The tweets
0: tweets. are like The
1: tweets are are People will tell me It's very funny Side note People will tell me They're like I always see like We got complimented on Through Twitter um, Or someone told me in person They're like Honestly like Your tweets are so funny with Zach (laughs) They're like I can sense your excitement Every time you send a tweet to him Yeah I'm just like, you should hear me, like, when I'm sending it. I'm like, oh my god, Zach.
0: It's very obvious Nicole's excited when she sends me tweets.
1: So Warner Brothers announces they are planning a Grease prequel about Sandy and Danny meeting called Summer Lovin'. Yikes. I will will say... Yikes. I I am not very excited about this, because I wish they would have done it with... John Travolta and oh my God, I forgot her name.
0: Her name just escaped me, and I had it on the tip
1: of my tongue. Um. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. Yes, it was Olivia. I wish they would have done this. They should have done this with them. Yeah,
0: but they were like twenty-eight years old, playing high school kids. I it this. This thing of old people playing high school kids doesn't make sense, and um, and I think it would have been cool
1: to see John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John um, doing. We're just gonna see their s- doppelgangers that get casted.
0: We're gonna see some wild people up for the running, of the up for the for the movie. Uh, you know, it's gonna. And I'm sure it's gonna be someone who who we've seen before that we wouldn't expect.
1: Do you think the same way that they kind of cast for The Little Mermaid? Do you think we're going to have someone who we've maybe never really seen for one of those roles? Like for Sandy or Danny and we're gonna or do you think they're gonna cast people that they know can sing and act and dance? My... Like, do you think it's gonna be like an unknown for both, or maybe one will be known and the other one?
0: No, I believe it's gonna be sort of like West Side Story, how they cast. Where West Side they Story. did
1: Ansel Elgort yeah, and Rachel Ziegler. Yeah, he seems
0: to me as like the main frontrunner for being Danny, for some reason. Um,
1: He's not the p- honestly. I, I, I d- he wasn't the first person I thought of. I don't was even the know first who I, person thought of. I
0: thought of. That came into my mind was him, but then again, his, his, uh, his personal affairs that need to be cleaned up with him.
1: I could see. Um, okay. Uh, okay, I don't know if you know who Duff Cameron is.
0: The Name sounds familiar. Give me a second. She
1: was descendant. Live in Maddie. She's, like, blonde. I got Um, a
0: picture. Give me a second. I don't think they're going to get a natural blonde to be Sandy. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get a natural blonde to play Sandy. I'm sure they're going to get someone who isn't.
1: She's the first person I thought of in Amanda Seyfried. But Amanda Seyfried's always in those, like... Why does she, she...
0: Yeah, she's... I like her, but she's always in musicals, and I, I'm not particularly a fan of her singing. And um,
1: Lily James.
0: Lily James.
1: Now I'm sitting here casting. She was Mamma Mia. Here we go again. She was Young Donna, and she was in um, Cinderella.
0: Yeah, didn't watch it. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we did. We saw it together. Cinderella. Yes, me, you, and Jill.
0: We did not see Cinderella.
1: Yes, 100%. I remember you sat next to me.
0: I did not watch. Did I
1: watch Cinderella? Me, you, and Jill sat together for one movie. It was Cinderella because remember me and Jill got a large popcorn?
0: No, I don't. See, that's how bad the movie was. I repressed it somewhere in my memory. We did. I don't We saw it
1: together. 100%. I remember. It was me, you, and her. Cinderella. I don't
0: know. I really don't know about that one. I, I know see? you
1: didn't like it either.
0: Yeah, that's probably why I don't remember it. You
1: voiced you voiced it to me after the movie. You're like, "That was not impressive." I said, "I said it was cute though." And you're like, "No." I
0: mean, that sounds like an argument we'd have, but I, t- <laughs> I really don't. I know. said
1: I said what about Richard Madden? He was he was very attractive. And you're like, you're like, "Is that why you wanted to see it?"
0: Yeah, that sounds like me. And it sounds like it's something you'd covers. do as well.
1: <laughs> Did you see seen it this during movie? Guardians? You did.
0: Honestly, can't remember. I may have to watch it tonight just to make sure, because I, I don't even remember.
1: We did because... Maybe well, I did. we're going to have this argument. Maybe We I did, did because, remember that I was a little sick? And I kept sniffling, and you guys thought I was crying. Maybe. I kept sniffling, and you're like, you're like, Holy, are you really crying? I said, No. I'm Again, just, I have sniffles. Sounds like
0: something I would say. <laughs> just, I don't remember. I really don't.
1: It was, I think it was like 2015. I, it I was 2015, but that's five years yeah. ago.
0: I don't remember half the stuff that I You remember five years like ago. a week ago. Clay, Kate Blanchett was in this movie? Is that coming?
1: Yes. No, yeah, she was the stepmother. Don't,
0: don't remember any of it couldn't tell you Is it? did they did they try to did they end up soaring off the um, the kid's toe the big toe no because I, in Cinderella it they're supposed to shave like toe I know off but, toe, that's, but I don't remember if if the, the that's the other sisters, version they
1: did like that. this is the kid Disney version
0: maybe I do remember there was a version where they shaved off the toe and I was like
1: oh,
0: but uh, yeah totally don't remember. Not
1: not in this one.
0: Totally don't remember. But about uh, son 11, I don't I don't care. Um, and and I think like you said, they probably missed their chance to have it. Um
1: I think when they it did. First
0: came out. But I will say something though. I'll only be happy about it if it replicates those kinds of 80s movies or like Early sixties and seventies. If saying. it has that feel, like it, it's it's on film, it has, you know, those old school title sequences, then I'd be excited to watch it. But if not, then I'm just gonna be like, Why? And also I don't know if I really wanna watch Danny and Sandy make out for two and a half hours
1: I think it's gonna be. And then, I, I mean, like, I have.
0: And, and also, it's gonna be a problem because, like, he he's with her over the summer. The summer ends, and he's like deuces and jets <laughs> off. And then she ends up in his high school, like, as like total misogyny. And, and men are gonna go wild at this one. they to be like, "Oh, look at Daddy, he's a pro." But like,
1: I don't know if I'm not gonna lie. Current... It sounds like my life. <laughs> 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 I meet a guy for the summer. I meet a guy, and two weeks later, he's like deuces
0: i just don't know if it, in our current our current climate if it's a good idea to have it's gonna give kind of all the,
1: these guys like yeah be like, i don't know yo take a note women yeah, like i don't know if it's the kind of movie you want plus like i know i do a girl that changes the guy hell yeah i'm just kidding
0: well the thing is they made sandy out to be like the virgin mary <laughs> like didn't do anything wasn't about anything very, and then innocent, a man corrupted pretty, her. A man corrupted her, and then she becomes this bad chick that you know smokes now and like sexual prowess of Aphrodite or something like that. And I was like, okay, this is this is crazy, but I don't know, Not if gonna I gonna really watch a whole summer with them.
1: I think I had my Sandy moment three years ago. I think <laughs> I. <laughs> Why does this come back to you and your personal life? I don't life? know. Because I, I I relate so hard to Sandy. Oh, my gosh. I mean,
0: but honest question. What's the difference between Summer Lovin' and High School Musical 2? Because that's essentially the
1: same movie we'd be getting. No. Yeah, it's like summer a Summer. Lovin', okay. They break up and S- then, <laughs> like, what? They come back together No, no, end? no. Like, summer Lovin' is a prequel. Yeah, but it's it's very much no, along the It's same not gonna lines be of High School Musical too. No,
0: it's still the best. You were high school wrong. Musical,
1: which Zach, is Zach, you the were best wrong. Oh musical. no. Correct. It's but, it's the best one. But, I mean, it will be that same vein of a summer
0: there in high school. You know, maybe not in the same sense that they were together. But, but I
1: don't think it's gonna lead them up to high. It's gonna lead them up to high school, but we're not gonna see that same scene with like John Travolta and see, all them I don't meeting know, up.
0: Well, if I want to see like another Disney Channel movie. No,
1: I think it's going to be, like, I think we're going to get more of a story, which I will go to bat for it. I think we're going to get more of a story for, what story? What do you mean, what story? What
0: story? You tell me, what story?
1: You want to know how I would do it? How would you do it? No, that would be an interesting question.
0: How would you do it? Because I really don't see how this works.
1: Okay. I would do it in the way that they're, they're both, like, you see both of them in their their respective groups blah 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 they're do she's visiting for the summer yeah. yada yada maybe we get maybe we get um to see her cousin who the, who the hell knows okay but i think it's gonna be maybe they meet at a beach one day and then they're like mm-hmm. okay so then they come back and then they see each other again and then like they start going on like little dates or whatever right. and then and then it'll end where Greece picks up I think but, it'll end okay. like with her saying to him, I'm going back to Australia in a couple weeks, let's make the most of it. It could be like Dear John, where they only had two weeks really together, and that's where the film Yuck. goes. <laughs> Yuck. Shut up. But, 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 um, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's going to yeah, be the way you're thinking of. But, it's going to be how they meet and how they like... Shut up, I'm right.
0: <laughs> no, but... okay. I'm just kidding. You, you are right, but what you've just said is... There's a movie, Dear John, which is it's just gonna, like it, that we're just going to get a repetitive sort of, you know, movie trope where it's it's two high school kids. But I don't think it's going to be like
1: High School school 2. I don't think they're already going to be together and they're going to break up.
0: That's the point. They break up at the end of the movie. That's, that's how Greece starts. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and, it's, and, it's, and it starts with Danny's like a really sweet, nice boy. In He's going to be a really sweet, nice boy in San Yeah, Garden, that's and how they all start gonna, out. Exactly. And then he's going to switch over <laughs> to the Greece, And that's just going to be the movie. And I just don't know if I want to sit down for an hour and a half, two hours to watch, you know, misogyny win another point. Like, I just, I, I, don't,
1: I don't know if I want to I see that. I it's, will do it for the both of us. I will go there. I'll have my note, my pen, and my notes. And I will come back to and be like Zach just because you were right doesn't mean I like it
0: What Danny Zuko's gonna have his bet on it moment where he's like contemplating do I his fall in bet love? on it moment do I fall in love with this girl or do, do I be the bad boy that I've always been how am I gonna tell my my boys back home that you know I was with this girl and we had a magical you know week weekend whatever and now she's going back Greece? to Australia like I...
1: Greece is the reason I have trust issues Danny Zuko made it very impossible. What? <laughs> <laughs> because you have the bad boy, and then he changes for the good, pure girl, and he doesn't change. I like, told she
0: changes for him. It's a
1: no. She, he model. changes at the end. He no, they both change, change for each other. at the yet. end. Yes, he does. He puts on the. He put. He got rid of his leather jacket. He puts on and he goes up to the guys and they're like, "Yo, where's your jacket, man?" And he's like, "He goes, I'm trying to be a better man. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to change for." For my girl and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Listen, I was obsessed with Greece yeah. as a kid. Makes sense. A lot of people were. I watched it like every night, whatever. Anyways, I'm interested to see what it's, it's gonna, just gonna be, be with. Another like. Disney
0: Channel movie and I just, um, I don't. No, know.
1: it's Warner Brothers. I know
0: it's Warner Brothers, but it's that same Disney Channel theme of teens. uh, There was a Hallmark Christmas movie that was like this, where, like, it was this same family who goes to the same hotel every Christmas, and then one time, and these two kids fall in love, and then the guy ends up coming back one time, and he's different because his mom passes away, and... Or something like that. What is is Denny yeah, going to be? Hallmark. Is Denny going to be this troubled soul that comes back and meets a girl and and just and, and she inspires him and gives him joy
1: and a and a lust for life and he's. Gonna- but you're but you're fueling you're fueling all these fanfics right now because if you think about it, they we could go more behind the scenes of like his family life, her family life, and see like. Do you really think it we're gonna to? get that though? I do. Uh, absolutely because they both well she mentions her Australian life so I think we'll get something like her family we'll get something it could be a Troy and Gabriella thing where we s- mean, you never know most Italian <laughs>
0: dude <laughs> what is he doing in the middle of California or whatever there, right? I don't even know where that movie is set first of all
1: Rydell not- High
0: wherever yeah, Rydell where High is. is where is Rydell High that's what give I'm
1: saying give me two seconds is it
0: California I'm sure it is but it- I don't know I don't know if I really want to watch watch that. California. Yeah, it's new will be California. Name
1: Nin- 1958.
0: 1958.
1: So, we have so though it'll be the summer of 58. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm interested in director and casting news. I'm not going to lie. It could be it could be a good musical. Whatever. The, <laughs> I can't deal with you. i
0: got to move on and be who I am. <laughs> that's, just,
1: that's all I'm feeling it's going to be. I can't, wait for, I can't wait for a promo to come out and you just send me and be like, High School Musical 2 again?
0: Oh my gosh. I just feel this is going to be another one of those...
1: I can, so I can change it. The, I can change it. Then, moving on to Star Wars. <laughs> the next three Star Wars films will be released. Um, they got new dates: December twenty second, twenty twenty three; December nineteenth, twenty twenty five; and December seventeenth, twenty twenty seven. And that comes after James Cameron just announced that the next five, next five Avatar films will be released one year after the other. So instead of getting Avatar 2 next year we will be getting in 2022 and then they'll be i think the last one we're getting is in 2028 so we have which is probably good for him. they're all being he said that production halted they didn't re, they didn't realize how delayed they would be after COVID hit because they are still filming yeah they're well, still they, doing they like,
0: finished all the uh CGI stuff but the live action stuff they hadn't done yet and they don't know whether they're going to get back into the the studio to film the live action stuff because New Zealand's on on lockdown because of um, COVID which has actually been one of the best things because there's zero cases in New Zealand because of it but it just means that we're not going to get Avatar for another few years but I mean I'd say the reason I think it's going to be good for him is because I think in order to create a franchise like Avatar and and sustain it he's got to have sustainability with the films. He's got to have films back to back to back. He's in a in a sort of predictable sense the same way we can pre- we we can predict Star Wars and we can predict uh Marvel movies coming out. He's got to have an onslaught of movies coming out, you know, one after the other that, and keep that same energy so that, you know, we're not going from Avatar and then five years later, we're getting the second one. He's got to have it continually coming. So I think maybe it's good that he's deciding to do it. Five movies.
1: I couldn't agree more, to be honest. And maybe that's how he's doing it. Maybe he's every year, he's going to film a new one, which is how Marvel does it and how Twilight did it too. Um, I think the hype is just going to be way, way more up here. It's going to be way more real. It's going to be everyone's going to be like, "Oh shit! Okay, so now we have to wait another two years for it." But I think I honestly do have to go back and rewatch Avatar because I really wasn't paying attention a couple times I, I watched it. But I, I think that if he's taking this much time to perfect his film and to perfect his storyline and to make sure it gets done the way he wants it. I think we're going to see... Um, I think it's going to get gr- grossed back up to maybe number one or number two for films. It's going to... I, I don't want to say it'll be Endgame, but I feel like it might I, in the next two years.
0: I'm not particularly sure because I think Avatar left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. That well,
1: it's going to take them about... It's been... At that point, it came out in 2008... Or two thousand nine, I'm gonna it's been almost it'll be almost like twelve years at that point that we right. get a sequel.
0: But nobody's forgotten Avatar.
1: No. So
0: it's still it's still in the mind of the general populace and so I think people are probably gonna be like, Okay, well, I saw the first one, I wasn't a fan, do I really wanna go in and watch the second one? And there's gonna be diehard fans who love the first one and who've been waiting for it as as his letter, his open letter states, you know. Um but i just i don't know whether we're going to have enough people coming back to the avatar material because the first one had so many issues with it both length the storyline was kind of iffy dialogue was whatever um characters weren't really fleshed out that well and i'm sure that's just because he's creating a a bigger universe but um I've, I really wonder how many people are going to come to see Avatar 2. And I think it's going to take people like you and me and, and reviewers and, and uh, you know, um, personalities online to talk about Avatar 2 to kind of get more people to come and see it. I just don't think it's going to have that initial um, burst that I think Avatar had because avatar when avatar came out we were talking about a whole world in CGI is that's just insane because the technology that we had back then was good but we just didn't see that you, happening
1: and speaking of technology can you even imagine what kind of films the next like six films will get from him with right. avatar with like this technology like i honestly not i since i wasn't a huge fan of avatar and i saying i'll give it another try it could be one of the best films created, with how he. I mean, honestly, the ride too. And I and I, honestly, I hyped I hyped the ride up so much from Animal Kingdom. We Shannon and I tried it two years ago, and it was honestly one of Splash Mountain will always be my number one ride. But that ride was something entirely. Like it was a way more like. I'm not a huge fan with CGI rides. Like, I would rather be like on an actual roller coaster or something else. Cause I've always ha- I've had some bad taste in my mouth with CGI rides. But this one was crazy. Like, it was really fun. It was really nice. I wasn't expecting it like that. Like, it wasn't like where you sit in a seat, but you sit like on a bike. And I was just taken aback by it, cause I wasn't expecting like to be on like an actual Pandora. But again, with Star Wars and with Avatar we're just going to have to wait to see what cuz yeah. there they're, the only the only information we have about Avatar 2 is that it's about the water, the oceans, and we're going to explore those. Which that information came out about like 5 years ago I want to say before he started filming. So
0: Well, I mean, Avatar in general is is about what mankind is doing to the environment. It's an it's an allegory in a sense. But going back to the main point which is Star Wars. Um, yes. You know, as a Star Wars fan, I'm very excited for for three movies. We don't really know what these movies are going to be about. What you know, so getting some new it ones could be a trilogy
1: too. or it could be standalone it films. Could be.
0: I've heard uh, Taika Waititi is in is in talks with or has a Star Wars movie coming out. We've got the Bad Batch coming out soon. Um, we have a bunch of Disney, shows bunch
1: of Disney Plus shows that are going to start filming within the next so, year. Yeah. We have Mandalorian coming out, I think, in September or August. Yeah, Yeah, so I think... I still have to finish season one. (laughs) I know. I knew that look was coming. Episode seven I'm on. I know. I'm bad. (sighs) Anyways. I already know what you're going to say. But I'm interested to see... um, Obviously, I'm not too into Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I just don't know much about the Star Wars world, but I'm... Interested to see what, what kind of films they are. Do you think... Okay, question for you. Mm-hmm. The three films that are coming out two years apart starting in 2020... I want to say, was it three?
0: Yeah, and 25. Um, or tw- yeah.
1: Do you think it's going to be a trilogy or do you think it'll be standalone films?
0: Standalones.
1: Okay, I think they'll be, it'll be a trilogy.
0: I think it'll be standalones because I think, I think it's, it, we're gearing up for another trilogy. I know there's talks about Ryan Johnson has a a trilogy or or, or a prequel oh, coming Lord. up. Um I know there's been talks about a Darth Maul movie coming out. Um so he, that's why There's I'm, a
1: rumor that he, What? there's a rumor that he'll be featured in multiple shows.
0: Right, but I I think there's also a uh, He's such a beloved character that I think he's probably going to get a a full movie um sometime soon. But I think I think we're gearing up for another trilogy. I just think after, uh, Rise of Skywalker and the, you know, the Skywalker saga just ended. I think it's now this exploration to figure out what's the, the right way to go. And, um, <clears throat> also there's supposed to be a, a Lando series yes. coming out soon as well. Um, with Billy D and, uh, Donald Glover playing Lando Calrissian. Um, and then, we also have Cassius coming out as well. So again, that's why I think it's going to be standalones because there's so much material as far as TV shows and and uh, and animated series that I think it's going to be standalones to figure out you know who are these characters, where can we put this new trilogy in to it, and then I think. I think, if anything, that December 17th, 2027 will be that first trilogy episode, or maybe 2025. Uh, but I do think within the next couple of years, it's gonna be standalone films. Because, which, yeah, they're gauging how it is.
1: Which that's fair, and I'll agree with that. Um, the only reason I think it's going to be a trilogy is because every time we've had with this trilogy, the, with this recent trilogy, we've had all those films come out two years apart in December. Mm-hmm. So if I'm following the algorithm correctly in my head, I would assume that it's going to start a trilogy. But we, I think they'll announce it next year. I think that'll be something for them to announce um, in 2021, maybe at a Comic Con or a, or a D23 Expo, mm-hmm. something. But it, it's Honestly, both sides, I think, are fair. I think it's a good way of thinking of how you're thinking about it and how I'm looking at it in my perspective, but we'll see. I don't think either of us...
0: Well, um, I, no, I, I agree. I don't think any of our, both of us have it figured out. I think
1: they're both good theories. I, I, th-
0: I think your theory is good because, like you said, you know, uh, we've had a Star Wars film on the dot around Christmas time, late December, so... You know, if we've, and got, every two we've years. got we've got December twenty second, December nineteenth, and December seventeenth. So if, like you said, if you're following the algorithm, it would make sense for it to be a trilogy. The only reason I disagree is because we don't know who's going to be the creative figurehead for
1: yeah
0: those movies. So until we get that, I mean, we're still trying to figure out what's happening with Kathleen Kennedy and and Disney with the I rights say to Star Kathleen Wars. <coughs> We're still figuring out, you know, is J.J. going to continue being this uh, creative force for Star Wars? You know, we've got Ryan Johnson possibly coming back to do his own prequel trilogy or something. Is he going to be the director of these next three movies? Are they going to look into other individuals to do it? I just think there's so much that needs to be tied up beforehand that, of course, we may get, given the fact it's going to be 2023. But I just think... The state of Star Wars. I I just think the state of Star Wars is in such disarray that it's
1: in such up in the air, right?
0: That we need maybe a couple standalones first to kind of figure out what's the direction we're going in before we start bringing in a whole new series. Because this would be the first trilogy without George Lucas.
1: Well, or his input,
0: or his you know his creative energy. So that's why I'm wondering. We've got to figure out who is the, the creative visionary behind it. You know, is it John Favreau, which fingers crossed it probably should be. Yeah. But, you know, we have to figure that out first before.
1: So two two things regarding Star Wars. Yeah. One, um, another good note to to look at it, or another, another good way to look at it, I can't speak today, is so even though we have these three dates, doesn't mean that they can't, Go, John. It doesn't mean like John Favreau. Oh my God, I'm always gonna say his name wrong. Doesn't mean that he won't go to the head of Disney or Star Wars and say, "Hey, listen. In between those films, let's come out with because that's what they did when this trilogy came out. They came out with a new film every year. Rogue One came out after Force Awakens, then Solo came out like the, the next year. So who's not to say that at D23 next year they'll announce, okay? So we do have these films, these three Star Wars films lined up, but we're also going to have filler ones in between. So those could be standalones, and that's what we, that's also the algorithm I've seen in the last what three years since Force Awakens. So you never know, and who knows? I mean, Kathleen Kennedy, if she's still the president by then, she could come to John Favreau and say, "Hey, you've done so much." you've had so much success with The Mandalorian, we want you to come in and film this first Star Wars film that's supposed to be 23. So you you just never know. They could see the success of some shows, upcoming shows, and be like, okay, I like how this director did this for this Mandalorian episode. I want to bring them back. So, I mean, uh, that's just... Because when you said the standalones, like that kind of propped me back up or that gave me back the idea like, okay, we had Rogue One, I think, in... I think I saw it down here in 2018 or 2016, whenever it came out. And then we had Solo when I was away at school. 2016. So 2016, and then when did we get Force Awakens? 2017. Uh,
0: yeah. Yes.
1: We had at the end 2017, or no?
0: Hold on, doing a Google check right now. 2015. It was the Force Awakens, and it was Rogue One and and it was december so, as well it was mid december both of them it was december 18th 2015 so that, for force awakens and then december 16th 2016 for rogue one
1: and then i b- wanna say episode 8 came out in 2017 cuz i remember i saw that up in tampa and then solo came out may the year after so yeah solo came out in may um so you just not you really never know like they're keeping us on our toes, but there's so many ways to theorize how they're gonna set up the Star Wars world again, how they're gonna bring that about, because they left Episode Nine left off on like Lando, what what's going on with him?
0: Right, but we but the there's an idea that we're gonna see that in this Disney Plus series or whatever this this Lando series is gonna be, that will kind of yeah. get more of an idea of what was going on there. Um, and then, so to complete your your statement, the last Jedi was twenty seventeen, December fifteenth. Um,
1: <clears throat> okay. So you said what year was that?
0: Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. So it could be, like you said, it could so these lot these next three movies could be the first episode of a trilogy, then maybe a, a filler in twenty twenty five, and then the second episode in twenty twenty seven. It could go that way, or it, or it could be you know i don't know I, I, just, I don't i don't see how it's going to be 2 years between each movie
1: but that's how they like but that's what i'm saying that they can't that even though they just announced 3 films oh, doesn't mean that in the next year that they'll come out and say okay let's put this star wars film here and have it as a filler year i think i
0: think fans would like to see another trilogy
1: and that's what i'm thinking
0: yeah, but I, I I'm just
1: because I I personally do not think that they would announce for Star Wars. I don't think that they would announce three entitled films and just have them as standalones. I, I don't feel think, like yeah, they would. They
0: probably won't all be standalones, but I I don't know if I think. The... I feel
1: like if there was a if there was a standalone, the way they announced Rogue One was just they said okay, Rogue One. We have this. It's a prequel to. Right. Episode four, so I that's just in my head. Like that's just the way I'm looking at our again our algorithm with Star Wars films. I could also be completely wrong. No, but that's I think just the you way, have like, a great.
0: I think you have a great concept. I think and like you said, a lot it's following this algorithm of releasing a big movie around the holidays. It makes sense. These all these dates. It's are also around just the trying.
1: It's also just trying to figure out what concept they're going to go through with the trilogy could it be like a new upbringing of jedi or could it be a completely new cast because again we're done with the skywalker saga so who knows i mean um why am i forgetting the guy who plays finn i'm forgetting actors today so john boyega love him love all the work he does he even he came out and kind of said like i'm done playing finn but that's not to say like they could come to him in a few years say hey listen like we just want you to like reprise we don't want you as a main character but we want you to just be here and reprise your role and like kind of tr- like act as a trainer in the film to train Jedi or they could bring certain characters back
0: mm-hmm. so I, who knows? Yeah know I agree with you I agree with you I, I I guess my thing is one I kind of want to protect the property in a sense of if you're establishing a new trilogy, that's got to be its own thing, mm-hmm. and we can't start going back to previous material and start rehashing old material again. We have to establish our own thing. So then I'm thinking, how long does it create? How long does it take to create, uh, you know, a trilogy? How long does it take to create that material? And so, do mm-hmm. I think from 2020 to 2023 is enough time to create a full three movie span that is going to be its own thing and and give off its own vibes because there's a clear tonal difference between lucas's trilogy and jj's trilogy and although they're supposed to take place in the same universe they're just very different (laughs) and so knowing that there's another trilogy coming do we want it to be sort of more in line with what jj made do we want it to be more in line with what george lucas started um and obviously george lucas has nothing to do with this next trilogy that in itself could change the trajectory of what we're talking about so
1: and i i do agree with that that's I the think... only thing
0: i'm thinking about why i think it's probably best to have stand no i i completely agree
1: s- i think it should be its own thing it, it honestly they're bringing back so many characters right now like they want to bring back darth maul they want to bring in all these people that they've been you like for from the past few films mm-hmm. so i think it's all going to lead up to i wouldn't be surprised if all these shows led up to a trilogy if they were like okay big uh, not to compare to marvel but how they're going to connect shows to movies so maybe the star wars shows are going to connect to a trilogy
0: i i think so and i'm sure i'm sure maybe there's probably an element of you know some of the characters from star wars rebels let's say they might take a character from that show and make it into a live action <clears throat> movie and that expands on the series. May, it may just shift from an animated series to something a little bit more um you know established there's been talk of um, Hayden Christensen coming back to reprise his role as, well as Anakin in something. I am all for so, it. I
1: love. Hayden I think he's Christensen. coming back
0: for for Obi Wan.
1: Obi Wan. So, so is I think Darth Maul.
0: Right. So then, what happens with those shows? Do those shows expand on something that happened that we could have a whole movie about, or you know?
1: That's what I'm thinking. In all honesty, like that's where my mind first went. Is okay. So now that we're getting it could be a coincidence that they announced, okay, the next Star Wars three films are going to be during these dates, and then they've been talking about Obi-Wan series, they've been talking about a Lando series, so who's not to say, especially with Donald Grover coming back to... Glover, sorry. Especially with him coming back to reprise Landon, Lando, Lando, and (laughs) see how bad I am with these names? Um, To reprise these characters and roles who's not to say that they're going to be like okay what if we created another trilogy yeah but that that's also that's also all like that talk we could be completely wrong but
0: we could be but I mean if if the, this is the platform to, to do it this is the platform to discuss and figure it out I, I'm sure we have you know Star Wars insiders who might have a better idea come 2021 I was going to say gonna Disney happen. if you ever
1: listen to this <laughs> We take we take partial rights. I'll take 20 percent.
0: <laughs> but it's it's exciting. I, but again, I still believe we need to figure out what's happening and, and where this is going because we, we can't have Star Wars chasing Marvel.
1: No, and I feel that everything, yeah. everything is their own product. Everything is their own business. I just business. feel that's
0: what's been happening. Is, is Star Wars has been trying to keep up with the success of well, everybody's been trying to keep up with the success of Marvel, but I, I I feel Star Wars in general has sort of been so Disneyfied that it's lost its way, and that's why the Mandalorian is so good to me because it really feels more like a Star Wars film than anything. So I, I again. I wonder who is going to be that creative figurehead because that's gonna change everything in my opinion
1: we'll just have to wait and see, see. what happens like I always say um, and on a on a side last note today would have been the day for Hall H yeah it's a little sad for anyone who doesn't know what Hall H is or if you haven't heard the last like ten episodes um <laughs> Hall H is the day that Marvel, DC, and I forgot what the last one was, but Marvel and DC, and I think Star Wars, um, they all show off their new products, their new movies, TV shows, anything. They announce um, upcoming movies with their actors. It's pretty much the day of all nerds. Fair. Hall H. But it, it's okay. Honestly, the way I keep optimistically thinking about it is that we'll just get bigger and badder next year. We'll get... It'll be... I. Don't give me that shake. No, don't give me no, that
0: shake. Because, because I genuinely think there's going to be a divide. And I think what's hmm. going to happen is it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a Marvel event in association with Comic-Con. And you're going to have this... Well, Marvel Marvel hasn't announced
1: anything yet. I know,
0: but I'm just saying. I I think after DC fandom, I think a lot of these companies are going to take back their, their material and their fan base and just make their own thing. And it's probably going to be in correlation with, Comic Con, but it.
1: I would honestly be very about that too. I just think I just think the
0: popularity for whole H in itself, is so immense that, it might just be a good idea to have a separate presentation for these individual bases than having it all at Comic-Con, but because, I don't know, I, I feel like majority of people who go to Comic-Con are going for these franchises, and um, that's not to belittle anybody else, but it just yeah. from what we've seen, or maybe just because of the people we follow, we see a lot more concerning Hall H than about, you know, like Rick and Morty, or like, you know the walking dead which is still huge but i just think you get you don't get as much fanfare as you do at, as some of these um franchises so i'm wondering would it depending on the success of dc fandom could we potentially see in the next few years just these massive marvel events just dedicated to the marvel stuff and it's in association with Comic-Con. It may not be part of Comic-Con, but it's with it. And it's just another revenue stream for these companies. Yeah. Because I think, especially after COVID and how hard everything's been hit, I think everybody's now looking for what's the next multimedia platform or way we can talk about and show off our material without relying on certain entities yeah, and I think Comic Con's done a tremendous job with making it at home. I mean, I just okay. bless you. Thank you. <laughs> like I just saw the New Mutants um, Comic Con stream, and I how really, was that? I really enjoyed it. It was it was really good. Uh, it was a little. I didn't feel it was in in as much depth as it usually would be, and I can um, see that. I'm sure the atmosphere would have changed a lot of things, but I think there was a lot of insight given in it because it's a more um, intimate setting. Like a Zoom call is like, do you get what I'm saying? In a sense that, you know, a Zoom call is just the, the people in it and we're in this box, and then if you're watching the call, you're not actually participating with the call less or so than if you were in an event hall and you were there watching the people have their panel. And so it w- I felt like actors could be a little bit more um, introspective with what was going on because it was such a casual format rather than, you know, a big presentation with people screaming and and hollering and, you know, that could be a lot if you're not yeah into that. So... Uh, but who knows, maybe they'll
1: all decide to hold their own panels in the upcoming years. I, I'm interested to see how DC fandom um, how it goes. I think it's gonna be a really cool event. I think we'll yeah. see how it interacts and maybe they'll just start doing their own thing every year. As, if it, if it,
0: but I think that's probably the fear. Because
1: <laughs> Oh no, if, it most definitely is because if, then if
0: if Fandom if, goes if, well then we could see the end of whole age potentially.
1: That's no. what I'm saying. Like, then maybe <laughs> Comic-Con's gonna lose most of their business. Because right. all their... As sad as it is to say, like, all the other... Everything else is great. But the main reason people go to Comic-Con, in my in my eyes, is because of DC, because of Star Wars, because of... Right.
0: That's what I was saying, too.
1: Marvel and Hall H, because everyone's so hyped up for that. Like, honestly, I didn't know Comic-Con also does gaming. I didn't know that they had all these other things, but... I mean, I think Comic-Con at home would have been way more hyped up if... We did have Marvel. I think that would have been a great experience, but again, I think Marvel is just waiting to drop something. I think they're waiting for next month
0: yeah, to start announcing. I think Marvel is finding their, their Super Bowl in I think the sense they are, of finding then, that, that day or that month that is And that'll be my Christmas. Them. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing is looking for that day or that month that belongs to them that they can just unload everything. Or probably still figuring out what's happening with the next phase. I think maybe that's more important than,
1: you know, giving
0: other things away because, you know, that's going to make or break things because we've lost two influential pieces of the puzzle.
1: And Falcon and Winter Soldier just got pushed back and... Now they're like, okay, should we still have WandaVision premiere in December or should we have that next year? Like nothing is really concrete as much as they say, oh, it's most likely going to be released later this year. Okay, but like nothing is concrete at this point unless Kevin Feige comes out and says, okay, this is the new slate, which he hasn't said really yet. I mean, he did say it for, he did announce the slate a couple months ago, but at this point it's it's waiting on him to re-release a new a new a new dates for these f- episodes or these f- series. Wow, what a what a what a podcast episode! Yeah, is there anything you want to touch on before before we end?
0: As always, no. <laughs> Got nothing.
1: <laughs> Just waiting on trailers and casting news, but I think. This was a little, this was very informative.
0: Very informative. I do have something to say, actually, thinking about it. Um, right. I Go would it. like to thank all of our fans and friends and people who listen to the podcast and support us. Episode 10 Absolutely. has... Ten plays, which is really good for us, and and we're always looking for for more people. And obviously the engagement that you and I have both have over Twitter and people following us and us talking about movies with them has been really cool. So uh, please continue to support in any way you can, and thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, and I actually do want to add to that. Um, Oh, thank you to everyone who does listen, to those who actually, to the couple people who I have tell me um, in person and over text that... They do like listening to us banter with each other. They like seeing our interaction on Twitter. They like seeing, um, they like hearing what we have to say. They like our, they like our back and forth all the time. They, they're interested in that. Um, I do have to say that I'm, I'm grateful for the people who we have follow us on all the platforms. And I was given a great opportunity last week to, talked to one of our favorite bloggers um, shout out to Brandon Davis BD he um, got to talk to him a little bit so that was that was a really cool moment um, texted Zach right after <laughs> but it, it, it was amazing because we did gain a couple followers from that they I had people I had a couple people in the chat ask me for our Twitter handle so that was very cool um, but you said it you I, I think you n- nailed that one <laughs> episode 11 we went a little off but
0: as always but yeah that's
1: that's what you come
0: for when you listen to TWSS uh well yes this was episode 11 of that's what she said with Zach and Nicole got it <laughs>